0: Hi everyone! Welcome to episode number one of the Biz Jitsu podcast. My name is Vince Pakleb. I'm your host. I'm here with Archie Bayakal, co-host. What it do? What it do? And uh, also Ed Quak, our co-host slash producer with uh, with Biz Jitsu. How's it going, everyone? Well, uh, I'm excited to finally get this thing off the ground. We're live. Today's our first day. We put a lot of preliminary work to try to get this thing uh, going. But before we uh, start into kind of the meat and potatoes, I'd love to just give everybody a brief preview. The goal of this podcast is really to be able to create conversations around all things business um, as well as all things jujitsu, with an end goal of uh, being able to create a business referral network within the jiu-jitsu community. Um, I think the uh, best part about doing jiu-jitsu is there's a certain unspoken trust with people that we uh, train with and people that also do jiu-jitsu, and I think there's a great carryover into business. It's just no one has um, formally put an opportunity like that to uh, together, and really that's the goal of the Biz Jiu-Jitsu um, podcast is to create a community uh, where we can support one another and support each other's businesses. Yeah. So. I guess as we're here, there's three of us. We're, we're getting started. I think it's appropriate for us to introduce ourselves and, and tell, tell the world a little bit about our backgrounds and our stories. Um, Archie, I'll start with you and um, a little bit about you and, 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 your, and your background.
1: Yeah. Um, what's up? Yeah, this is Archie. So in jiu-jitsu, I'm a brown belt under Thomas Kenny, uh, training over at Thomas Kenny Training Facility out here in Corona. I'm currently residing in Westminster, California. And um, also, I practice chiropractic out in Redlands. So, yeah. In a nutshell, that's that's me. I'm entering
0: into the entrepreneur space and ready to get rolling. Absolutely, I, I'm I'm excited about that. I think that you're going to bring some, um, you know, some very specific color just because you know your perspective on this is going to be someone that is entering into uh, starting your own business. And I think that's great. I think everyone should. Um, go through that and and especially when there's something that they're extremely passionate about to be able to um, Take the steps forward and, and capitalize on I think that's fantastic. Welcome yeah. excited to yeah. uh, excited to have you. Thanks. What about you, Ed?
2: Well Appreciate you guys having me on the show. Yeah, no, um, it's for me. Uh, the name's Ed. I am a white belt two stripes, I guess, <laughs> oh. out of PCI Jiu Jitsu in Mission Viejo, California. And uh, career-wise, I run a small little marketing firm or company uh, as a consultant, um, primarily working in brand identity, uh, brand statement development, and some marketing planning. And yeah, actually, I'm also transitioning kind of into the cybersecurity space as well. Um, so that's, that's it for me. Archie, I got to tell you, man, I did not know that you drive around that much. I mean, from Westminster to what, Your Belinda to, or to, to Redlands. Like, geez, man, that's, that's a, that's a it's lot a lot of miles. Drive. <laughs> but you know, the good thing about
1: it is it's opposite of traffic. That's true. Of everything. Yeah. So it's yeah. good.
2: Yeah. So, uh, my role on the show for everybody to, is that, yeah, I'm, I'm a, kind of this co-host producer, kind of a hybrid position, I guess you can say. So I'm here to help out a lot with the technical side of things and make the help the show uh, come along smoothly and, you know, be here to answer any questions along the way. And and I, we're, I'm excited for some of the guests that we're going to be having on, um, the interviews that we'll be hosting and just to get to know the both of you guys more as we as we grow this thing.
0: So that's it for me, Vince. Uh, for sure. So, uh, a couple quick things. I love how how uh, I'll use the word humble. Uh, Ed is so. Uh, just to give some context, I'm going to I'm going to put him on the spot a little bit. Um, Ed also happens to be a former professor uh, at the university level, uh, teaching marketing, which is a fundamental cornerstone in business. Uh, he's also working on his PhD and finalizing his PhD in organizational leadership, uh, which is also another major cornerstone in business, right? So when we look at uh, business as a whole, those are probably two major uh, pieces of it between marketing and leadership. Um, and, and I appreciate how you just kind of very, very subtly just talked briefly about marketing. You also have your own uh, marketing company, Mallard Creative. Um, before we, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll share my bio here in a second, but I'd love to, um, you know, hear a little bit more about just your background in marketing, how all that started. <laughs> how did you start teaching all those things? Oh man. Yeah,
2: no. So, um, I, my, uh, I'll give you kind of the long story, right? Cause I think for the sake of content, <laughs> um, I honestly, I had never planned on going to college. Uh, I wanted to go into law enforcement that never happened. And, you know, calm, say that I have tiger Asian, Asian tiger parents, if you want. <laughs> um, so they just wanted me to make sure that I got my college degree before I did anything else. And I met, uh, one of my professors during, um, my undergrad, she by simply remembering my name by the end of the class changed my entire academic trajectory. Hmm. And so I was just kind of this management management major, nothing crazy, just trying to get through college again to satisfy my parents. But she changed the entire course of my career, everything in my life, just simply by remembering my name by the end of the class. Cause it showed me that for once a professor, somebody cared about me, right. In terms of, in terms of my academics. So that led me down a career into marketing. Um, I worked for an oral hygiene company. I've worked in tankless water heaters. I've worked in high, uh, high speed, I should say high performance motorsports. I've worked in um, flooring. I've worked in wine, big box retail, video games. I mean, you name it, I've pretty much done it. Um, and that has led me down this path of, primarily being in marketing. And um, I've also been in commercial lending. That's where my previous position was before I launched Mallard Creative. I've always been consulting a lot of people, uh, especially for small businesses, because I think the whole thing for me around Mallard Creative is that I genuinely feel that especially small businesses, startups, mom and, mom, mom and pop shops, um, they deserve a lot more attention and they deserve a lot more help. Because it takes a lot of courage to start up a business, you know. I've learned a lot for as much as I've been in business to start up my own as as Mallard Creative. It's it's been a huge learning lesson um, every step along the way, and I I just want to give people an opportunity at success, a chance at success. I think success is going to be strongly driven by one's own work ethic, but I think there's a little bit of luck involved, <laughs> you know. And so with that is. How do we increase those chances, right? How do we play our hands right? How do we play our cards correctly? And for a lot of people who don't come from a marketing background, it's not just about advertising. There's a lot more to it. I mean, um, my, my process with developing a brand statement um, is, I think that's kind of my bread and butter of helping companies and businesses establish an identity of understanding who they and what the business actually is right? And, and at its essence. And so there's that. Um, and see, this is kind of why I was hoping not to go down this because I'll talk forever about just because I, I'm, I'm truly passionate about this. And I'm not trying to say all this just to show off or anything. There's nothing to show off about. It's purely this is who I am of, of why I do this. And it's the same thing with bizjitsu being a part of this is in the sense of building this community because people, we care about people. And we hope that people care about us. And so we're bringing these everybody together. And so, yeah, um, I'm actually going back to teaching. So um, I'm an active adjunct professor (laughs) uh, teaching marketing and sales, um, doing that. And then, yeah, working on my PhD in organizational leadership um, as to what exactly am I going to do with it? I don't know. Probably write a book or become a motivational speaker. (laughs) One or the other. I really don't know what you would do with it. But, you know, PhD, from my understanding, it's not a f- doctorate of philosophy or anything. That's where PhD stands for permanent head damage after <laughs> everything that I've gone through here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's a little bit more about me. <laughs> like I said, no, no, I was hoping no, I, not to go down that, but. No, I, I, totally, totally fine. <laughs> I
0: didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I appreciate that. I, I, um, you know, I can appreciate that. You know, f- for those of you that, um, are just listening to us and just getting started. Uh, Ed and I, we uh, cross paths at a Chris Howder seminar over at his Academy of PCI Jiu-Jitsu. And um, this is when uh, Biz jitsu was really just more of a thought in my head. I was trying to put some of the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, I saw Ed, he was shooting some some video at the seminar and we ended up chatting and I saw you know, his whole setup. I'm like, man, this guy's a professional. Let me, let me reach out to, Let me reach out to him. Grabbed his business card. We had a chance to be able to chat. Um, and I didn't really know where this whole thing would go. We just set a call. We had a conversation. I shared with him the the kind of vision or the thought of what we're trying to accomplish, and we set a bunch of follow-up calls, and And I was a, a product of the you know consulting work that Mallard Creative's done. Um, a lot of what you're going to see and just the direction that the brand itself goes is uh, really driven by uh, that kind of cornerstone of identifying the brand and what we're trying to accomplish and and all the uh things that come along with that. So yeah, it's uh it's great. And I mean I'll tell you, you know, you had mentioned something a little bit earlier about giving every business a fair chance, right? And, and being able to mm-hmm. to be able to do that. I mean I'll tell you one of the things that inspires me is being able to, you know, help people um with their ideas and be able to make that come to life. Right. And you know, I think everybody uh, I shouldn't say everybody but I, I think it is pretty common for people to have a desire to say man one day I'm going to open a business and or one day I'm gonna have a business I um, mean I think that's a you know very valid thing to be able to go after but a lot of times people don't know what to do and being able to have someone that can help guide that is uh, is super helpful. The other part of it too is um, you know part of the roots of bizjitsu is um, I grew up uh, in a household um, where I have immigrant parents, right? My my dad uh, and mom both came from the Philippines. My dad came here to America and realized that if he stayed, he can create a life and create a business and be able to provide, you know, for his family or his, his future family at the time uh, by starting a business. And so I understand what it's like um, going through kind of what you're talking about, Ed, of just hey, we're going to kind of muscle our way through this thing. And uh, again, it's you know, the, the value of being able to uh, take some idea out of your head and monetize that I think is, is great. And um, that's one of the things that continues to inspire me, right? My, my day job, I'm an executive uh, for a franchise company. I support uh, individuals that are looking to get started in business um, and plugging them into a franchise model. Um, at the same time, I have a, a boutique re- recruiting and staffing firm uh, called Union Staffing Group. my wife, she does hair, she has a business as well. and I think uh, uh, again, just being able to have that is is a critical piece. Um, and there's other people in the jiu-jitsu world that do that right. Archie's one of them, right? he's He's looking to get his business off the ground. We were chatting through that yesterday um, around uh, kind of the future of what that looks like and the timeline that that he's up against. Um, but not to not to get too too far on on, on my soapbox. Archie, tell us about kind of your situation right now and, and what you're working towards as far as getting the, uh, the practice open. So right now, um,
1: I'm working with, uh, another chiropractor. I just graduated in December. So, um, one of the things that, you know, really scared me about opening a business is that I'm not going to be ready. This is, it just doesn't feel right. I just got out of school. Like who's going to come to this guy that just graduated. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to, my plan was to get some experience under my belt, really understand how the system works and, you know, better, be a better practitioner, so to say. So um, yeah, I plan on opening next year and in in the fall. So, um, and then, you know, this fell on my lap. This is more of that stepping stone and trying to understand all the other sides of the business. Um, The one thing that, you know, that I've, was listening to on my way here before we did the podcast was um, and I wanted to ask you guys, this was um, they're on the topic of being afraid, right? So uh, what, one of the things is that we, we always fall short before we actually hurdle over that big, you know, that next level of being an individual or being an entrepreneur. So what I wanted to ask you too, uh, or you guys, is that like, what were the, the things that you were afraid of? before you actually did start a business? And then what did you do to, to get over it? Was there any jujitsu-related mindset things that connected with that? Or, um, Ed, Ed, you first.
2: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, definitely a lot. Again, it's interesting when you think about being an employee versus being an entrepreneur or being a business. Let's just... I, I was once taught you don't call yourself an entrepreneur unless you have multiple businesses <laughs> and it becomes a serial thing. If So for me, it's like, yeah, I have my own business. I'm a marketer. I'm a professional marketer, right? That's my expertise. And the sense of having my own business, what I was probably most scared of, fear-wise, on the business side was being able to charge what I wanted to charge. And it actually, in essence, you, Vince can tell you <laughs> I was afraid to charge them actually. And so I, I ended up just like, I'm going to do it for free. And everyone's like, you should never it's do that. Deal. But <laughs> it was a fantastic deal anyway. <laughs> um, It's this fear. And then the fear of wanting to charge what you think you should charge or that you would want to charge. And then that stems from a level of fear of confidence in the product and the output, right? And what I mean by that is Vince mentioned that I had this crazy fancy camera. I'm a marketer. I can make anything look really good. Okay. (laughs) I can make, uh, I'm carrying around this giant fancy shoulder rigged camera and I look like I'm some kind of professional videographer. In essence, I'm just trying to do this for fun. (laughs) It just so happens that my camera does look fancy. I got the whole matte box and shoulder rig and the cage and everything around it and the sound equipment. And, uh, and, I feel like I'm just downplaying myself maybe a little bit too much, but the, the confidence in, into what you are actually providing. Right. So I, I look at business and in a sense, business owners and yes, entrepreneurs really in the sense that I, I feel that fundamentally people want to make this world a better place. Right. Mm-hmm. And we enter into the, these businesses because we want to contribute that and leave our mark in society and during our lifetime. Right. And so for me, it's yeah, because I genuinely care about small businesses, the medium sized businesses, the large sized businesses, big box corporations. I mean, you name, they've got to figure it out in the sense that they they've been in business, they've grown to where they are, they have their own problems. But the jujitsu school down the street, the taekwondo school down the street, the chiropractor in the next town over, right? They're the ones that need help. The small brand new restaurant that just opened up, little, little burger shop that just opened up, the new coffee shop that opened up. They're the ones that need help. They're the ones that don't have access to the same amount of resources per se, because they're constrained by funding. They're constrained by time. They're constrained by, you know, the biggest, the biggest hurdle that marketers face, especially consultants like me, is that when people think that you hire a marketing consultant, that you're getting somebody to do your work for you. It's like, no, the consultant is there to guide you and you're the one that's supposed to execute on it unless the contractual agreement is that I would do the work for you. Okay. So, I'll kind of, di- I digress and I'll, I'll kind of circle back a little bit. Being an employee makes things a lot easier because you have no liability, right? You're just working. You're just working for a paycheck. You get the job done. You pay, you get paid for your services. You're adding value into a corporation, into an into an entity. And that entity is hopefully providing value to the world versus the other way around. Like I said, is that if you're a small business, you, we enter into this to, to leave our mark, Right. So Vince, if I were to look at you and then taking the staffing, right, you are genuinely helping people's lives by giving them jobs. hundred percent. Right. And then Arch to you with the chiropractic, you are genuinely helping people live better lives, healthier lives. Right. And so you, we are contributing something into this world to hopefully that by the time that we leave this earth, we've made it a little bit of a better place. I'm not saying we have to save the world from global warming and save all the orcas and dolphins, but you know, it's like, we can help. We're leaving our mark. We're trying to help people out. That's what we do. Um, in, in essence, if I were to relate this back to jujitsu, for me, it's twofold. Why do we do jujitsu? Right? Why do we do it? Everybody has a reason. As to why they do it. And it was interesting because I was just on Instagram the other day and uh, I think, uh, what's his name? I can't, there, there's, there's a Korean jiu-jitsu guy. I think he's out in Atlanta. Something Kim, I forget. But
0: I know who you're talking about.
2: Yeah, right? Your and favorite. so I think he has this podcast called like Created on the Mats or Born on the Mats or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they have this little highlight video of people telling why they're in jiu-jitsu and how jujitsu jitsu saved their lives right? I think one was like some, um, a mother had, her son was murdered by robbers. Another person was like drug drug addiction and all this and that. And so in essence, we, we go through the martial arts and I, I believe this about martial arts in general, that the martial arts creates better human beings. We all have our demons. We all have our challenges. We all have our whatever it is. And we bring that and we face them on the mat. It's never about like, you know, if any of, if, if we rolled together and we sparred together, it's not just about sparring with each other. There's something deeper about it, right? In the sense that we are building camaraderie. We are going into battle together against each other. We're playing it in the sense that we're rolling. But if you really think about that through that process, are we not becoming better individuals? we learn to respect the other person opposite of us we learn to re- learn to embrace ourselves so one thing that my coach coach Brian always tells me is like i'm afraid to embrace my aggressiveness i'm not an aggressive person and so he's like you have to be aggressive don't be afraid to be aggressive right so why why because my fear of hurting some, hurting another individual I don't mean to hijack the podcast. (laughs) I feel like I'm going down this rabbit hole, but, um, but Arch, to answer your question is like, yeah, we, I have this fear. I had this fear, especially starting up Mallard creative of wanting to charge what I wanted to charge constant, constant self doubt, constant self doubt of starting. Right. And, the, the self-doubt also comes in the sense of lack of confidence in what I'm able to produce for people. I, it's like, I can easily talk about it. If I don't have to charge someone, oh, I can talk about it all day long. As soon as I throw money in there and I'm like, yeah, it's going to cost this much. I get real timid. And it's something that I've, I've been learning. And it's something that I've, I've been working through. And so, but it's the same thing. Being on the mat with somebody it's like I'm I'm usually whenever I go to a school or anytime I've practiced, I've always been the bigger guy. And so it I fall into that kind of stereotypical nobody wants to roll with the big fat guy. Okay. Cause why? Don't use your weight, it's not fair. da 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 Whatever, whatever excuse they have. You know? And so I've always have been afraid to hurt people. Even when I did striking martial arts, whether it's taekwondo, you know, kickboxing, whatever, like I would kill the bag, but I would be terrified to kick somebody hard. I've, I mean, I've accidentally done it. The times that I'm like, "All right, I'm going to go for it." But yeah, I have actually hurt people. I broke I broke one of my students' ribs on accident once. Like, I felt bad when I was a Taekwondo instructor, and the guy was like a Kyokushin Karate guy too. So he, I mean, he took it like a champ, total champ. But I felt horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I would say for me it was like that that hurdle when especially starting business of fear, self doubt, um, and the confidence in, in what I'm putting out. I didn't
0: mean, sorry for making such a long explanation about it, but here <laughs> right. I am producer oh, slash is taking over the show. <laughs> no, you're, you're, but, you're, yeah. you're, you're totally good. I mean, I'll tell you just to kind of build on that. Um, you know, if I were to ask myself that exact same question, what would I be afraid of or what, what am I scared of? Um, you know, I think there's kind of two worlds. One is um, fear of failure, right? I think mm-hmm. being able to put yourself out there and, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I believe I could do this. I'm going to put myself out there. What if it doesn't work? What are people going to think? What are people going to say? Um, all of those things. I think that that's a big, big piece, that fear of failure. Uh, but really that ties into my own ego, right? Of me sometimes tricking myself of being, um, uh, of thinking I'm, I'm better than I am. Uh, but also, too, I think the other side of it, too, is I think I could even get in my own way, right, of being able to say, man, I am actually pretty good, but this fear of rejection or fear of what people are thinking of me um, has hindered, you know, my ability to to move a little bit more, you know, aggressively or assertively as I, you know, whether it was up in my career or whether it was starting a business, um, yeah, that that fear is, um, you know, that fear is real. But I will tell you, you, you know, when we talk about jiu-jitsu, yeah, I think the, the thing about it is with jiu-jitsu is you got to get on the mat yep. and you just you got to go to class um, and you just you could read about it all you want you could watch every youtube channel every bjj fanatics video you could do everything <laughs> as it comes to that but you're only going to get better by starting and sticking with it over the long haul and, and that's the exact same thing that, that i found um, in a lot of areas, right? It's just being able, man, you know, you got to start and oftentimes you don't know where to start. I think the thing is, it's just start, right? I mean, I mean, this podcast is a perfect example of that. It was an idea that I had in my brain and said, okay, Hey, I'm not hundred percent sure what it's going to be or where it's going to go, but you just got to start and start planting some seeds, start taking steps forward and, and see what happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the things I, I was excited about, um, just to transition here, um, is just, you know, how I always tied everything in with Jiu Jitsu with everything I did. And I, you know, personally, I thought, man, I'm, am I crazy? Am I obsessed Am I obsessed? over jujitsu? Am I that obsessed? Because I had some friends that would make fun of me of like, oh, you do jujitsu, you just roll around with a bunch of dudes on the ground, you know, sweating yes. all over each other, <laughs> you know, but absolutely. Like, um, But there's that other side of it of like, that mindset and just making that connection on what you do on and off the mat. So yeah, that's like one of the things I'm excited about. I just want to hear, you know, what everyone's you know how do how do you guys make the connection? How each individual and you know the people that we're going to be talking to, how do they make that connection
0: with jujitsu and and business? You know, just to kind of uh, again just build on that statement or that thought, um, you know, you learn as you you learn as you go, right? Yeah. And I think being able to find a good coach and uh, being able to find a community of people that you know support you but yet challenge you, um, I think being able to go out. Uh, out on a limb and and try new things I think being able to doing you know a little bit of self assessment of like hey what did I do good what didn't I do so good and then being able to use resources. right I think just as a person or as a an adult, right? I think it's good to be resourceful, right? And, and there's tons of resources about getting better at all of these things, right? There's tons of resources about how to get better at marketing, and there's tons of resources on how to get better at passing someone's guard, right? So, um, you know, there's tons of parallels between the two. Uh, that was part of the inspiration around this podcast is, man, the world of... Um, jiu-jitsu and just someone evolving themselves through that process with an with an overall end goal. Um, you know, whether it's the path to becoming a black belt, right? I think um, there's some aspirations there. I know that I have that, that aspiration to one day, you know, go through that process and, and see, you know, you hear the phrase of like, oh, that's where it all starts. Like, okay, well, I'm just going to stick with it until, you know, something like that happens and we'll worry about, you know, what that starting process is after that. Uh, but that's the exact same thing when it comes to, you know, doing, uh, getting started with the businesses, man, you just got to go through, you got to go through our process and, uh, and stick with it. Yeah. Oh. Well, cool. So, uh, I mean, this is some good, good conversation. <laughs> um, I will tell you a couple things that I'm, I'm excited about personally, um, you know, part of, um, the goal here is for us to be able to uh, bring on guests and interview people that also do jujitsu just like ourselves um, and hear their stories about how they've been able to accomplish and just hear about their journey doing jujitsu and and what they've been able to accomplish in their business. Uh, Really what I'm excited about is just hearing uh, people's stories, right? I think there's a ton of value in uh, people's origin story on how they started and where they are. Uh, But other part of um, the story that I'm interested in hearing is just, people overcoming adversity right i think that there's a there's a ton of value in just hearing the redemption story right and being able to hear how someone goes from you know the top of the mountain to the bottom of the lowest peak to you know being able to crawl themselves out of there um and there's a ton of value in that right The the goal here is just to be able to uh share content with you know fellow jiu-jitsu um uh, practitioners and share this content and, uh, you know, hopefully inspire others to continue on their pursuit of uh, Jiu Jitsu and their pursuit of, you know, growing and building, building a business.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have a question for you guys. Far um, as, as we are trying to figure out, actually scratch that. As we are growing into uh, these businesses, right? So, kind of, uh, I'm trying to build off of what we just talked about. So we're we're talking about how we, what concerns that we've had, right? What what were the things that we were struggling with? Um, and then we were both kind of, in a sense, related it back to grappling or to to, to jiu jitsu, and in light of what this show is going to be about as you bring guests on is to to expand upon that. Let's, let's talk about that real quick is what have been some of your highlights that or your highs that you've experienced and what are some of the lows? And I don't I need don't to put you guys on the spot to be all like, Hey, let's get vulnerable here, you know, but it, I think there's a level of vulnerability that's going to be naturally a part of this, these conversations, because like, again, so for me, it, it it was that my jujitsu journey has been one of more or less self-discovery, right? For me is to understand what it means to, to be in touch with my aggression, right? And I think, you know, I, I listened to, who was it? It was either Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson. I think it was Jordan Peterson who said this was that, People who do martial arts, is it's quite interesting, especially is specifically talking to men. And is that, I mean, but I think this applies to anybody. We have knowledge of how to hurt people, right? If you think about it, even if somebody who just knows a basic arm bar, you have the ability and the knowledge to hurt somebody. And yet, It's not like we're out on the street saying, hey, come over here to some random person and try to do a flying armbar on them, right? So he said, and he said that with that comes a lot of power and a lot of responsibility. And that power and to me was like, wow, that's something that I still struggle with. Because I've never seen my martial arts as something as a way of like, I've never looked at it as a way that I can go hurt people. Cause that was never my intention. It's just not who I am. And I struggle with that in the sense of business for me, because it's, I want to charge what I want to charge, but I'm again, I'm scared to charge that much. Why? Because I'm afraid of rejection because I'm afraid of failure because I'm afraid to be laughed at. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of hearing no. Now I've gone through, and here's the funny part. I've gone through tons of sales training, tons of sales training, Brian Tracy's 21st century sales training, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know if you guys know who Brian Tracy is. He's like, of course. eat that frog, right? Um, and it's funny because he, he, the, every time any, you go through any sales training, they're always like, every no is one step closer to a yes, right? Or, or you get the stereotypical kind of like, it's just like pouring coffee. When you, go, when you go to the Denny's or wherever and they ask you coffee, you say no. It's like you just rejected the lady or the, or, the, or the server, right? No big deal. Just move on to the next one. But it's different when you're starting up your own business, right? It's, in fact, I, I, I take this back to I, I just competed in, in my first competition in a very long time and I lost both matches. But it's interesting because now that when you look at that from the perspective of being a small business owner and starting up your own small business, is that every no hurts that much more because it's not like you have a ton of people crawling through your doors. Right? So, I mean, Archie, to your point, uh, into your context, imagine, you know, you set up shop, you know, you got, you got, let's just say you got two tables going. Right, you got two chiropractic tables going. You see, you can bring patients in. They come in. They want to. Well, how much is an adjustment? And you say it's one hundred and fifty dollars. Let's just say a hundred. <laughs>
0: let's just say hundred. I like one fifty.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We love one fifty, but let's just say hundred. We'll get a little competitive here. Let's say one fifty. And you just open the doors, and this person says no. I can go down the street and they're going to charge me 30 bucks. In fact, we just had this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, but you need that hundred dollars because you're a small business. Right? So this fear, this, how do we grow? And, and I'm really hoping that th- through this is what we can extrapolate from a lot of, of other, from the guests that come on to, to the business podcast. And, uh, I'm kind of using all of this as a discussion to point out like this is what we're hoping to bring, at least from my point of view as a producer, the content that we produce, this is what I'm hoping that we bring to the community, right? To the community of BJJ practitioners, business owners, entrepreneurs, and even, yeah, if you're an employee, because, you know, to your point, yes, I'm studying organizational leadership because, Leadership is a huge component. I would love to hear from people who are in leadership roles. What does it mean to be a leader? These are the types of things that I'm hoping content wise that we can bring and provide to people that are listening. And as a funny joke, we're about what, half an hour into this recording. If you're still listening, thank you. (laughs) 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 Um, But that's what I'm hoping to bring out of the show. You know, that's what I'm really excited for is that as it's not just going to be about oh, I'm a I'm a purple belt, I'm a brown belt, I'm a black belt and I have so and so business. It's not just going to be that. You know, and I, and and I really hope it's not going to be that. And I'm sure we're going to be working hard towards that because there's so much that people go through when they are starting a business or even when they are in the on the top of the mountain of the business. The top of the mountain can be a very lonely place. What's that like? What's it like to have employees? One employee, two employee, 500 employees, you know? And that's that's what I'm really excited for. And uh, Vince, you you touched on this a little bit, but I love to hear from, I'm going to throw it back to you guys after my, again, my <laughs> long kind of expanded lecture of of what are you guys most excited for to be when it comes to this community, when it comes to, bringing content to people?
0: Um, so a couple of things, what I'm the most excited about is, so when we tie the whole idea of uh, business and jujitsu, um, there are people right now that practice jujitsu that are you know commission-based salespeople, people that are solopreneurs, people that are independent contractors where, like you said, hey, they don't have a flood of people coming through their doors. Um, you know, my perspective is if I'm going to support a business and it happens to be owned by a jujitsu practitioner, I'm more motivated to be able to support that business, right? So if I'm looking for a mechanic and I have two mechanics to choose from and one practices jujitsu and one doesn't, the guy who practices jujitsu is going to get my business, right? Same thing, right? If I'm looking for a realtor, if I'm looking for a financial planner, uh, any resource that I'm that I'm looking for, right? Whether they're an employee and they get paid a commission for my business, um, and they got to struggle every day to be able to get past the, those no's to get to that yes, um, I'd prefer to give it to to that person versus you know someone that uh, someone that's not a practitioner. Um, and the idea that this community uh, and and the things that we have planned will have the ability to be able to do that to support one another and help grow each other's businesses while we're, you know, learning from, um, other great business owners. I mean, that, that gets me fired up, right? The, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I hear you talk, right. And you're, you're, the, um, you're the marketer, right. Out of, uh, out of the three of us, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a salesperson by trade, right. That was, that was just something that, you know, when I was 19 years old, I learned that I could sell stuff and, it was awesome, right? I mean, there's just a certain value in being able to um, go through that process. And um, when I was 19, I was selling home security systems as a telemarketer, right? This would have been in 1996, so back in the back in the day. Um, but uh, there's there a ton of value, right, in just that that overall skill set and that mindset. Um, but just like anything else, right? Some people are gonna it's gonna come a little bit more natural. Um, Some people it's gonna take a little bit more time, um, but it is a necessity of business, right? Is being able to, it's one thing to have a great product. Uh, It's another thing to market that product and create interest. Uh, But ultimately at the end of the day, uh, a business is measured uh, by a financial metric. And that financial metric is how much profit is a business generating, right? And the only way you could generate profits is there's gonna be expenses in the business and there has to be a front end funnel of being able to take this lead generation that is uh, done via the marketing system and put it through a sales process to convert that into revenue, right? So um, the idea that we can participate in that and the idea that we could help uh, small businesses uh, just by being able to create awareness around uh, the uh, entrepreneurs or the small business owners um in the jujitsu community and be able to create traffic into their businesses or, or into um, their client portfolios. I mean, that's what gets me excited, right? I love the idea that, Hey, we can not only train together um, and do jiu jitsu together, but the fact that we can network both on and off the matches is, is what gets me excited. Uh, the analogy that I use in the past is, um, you know, I think this is something that we can uh, build over time. And in the same way today, it's not uncommon for someone to think about doing a deal on the golf course. Um, I believe that there's an opportunity for us to get this thing to a point where we can, uh, where it becomes more commonplace to not just come to a mat and train jujitsu, but I think coming onto a mat and, and creating deals together um, is what really gets me excited, right? I think the, the podcast is just a vehicle, how we create some of these conversations. Obviously, there's going to be a ton of learning lessons that we'll get along the way, Um you know, gives us a chance, you know, to be able to express some of our own creativity and and, and learn along the way. Uh, but re- what really gets me fired up is the idea that man, you know, that small business that is looking to get their first client, or that business that's looking to grow, um, you know, into something even greater, or 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 a company that's trying to acquire another company. The fact that we can, you know, create those conversations through people that do jiu-jitsu, um, thats what gets me fired up. Arch, what about yeah. you? Yeah, I mean. Man,
1: you know, just hearing that when when Vince pitched this to me when, before we started all this, man, I was so overwhelmed when I heard this, like I was quiet for <laughs> like probably a good 15 seconds when he explained this to me um, over the phone. But um, but yeah, that's what I'm I'm. Really excited about, but more importantly, is just me being you know new to this space. Is you know I feel like the universe is telling me to be a part of this. So um, that's one thing. Like I'm just gonna step in and like learn more about what all this process is. Learn from everyone that we're gonna you know interview. Learn how they. They their steps, their journey through and how they tie that to jujitsu, because that was one of the reasons why Vince reached out to me, because, um, you know, being new to this again. Um, one thing they, that I learned is that in business, people not buy what you do, they buy 'Cause who you are. I can't remember if that was the same way that, that was explained, but you know, I, I was trying to find a way how can I explain myself who I am without actually having to do it because, you know, I really have difficulty even explaining myself. I, I feel nervous. It's it's not comfortable for me, but you know, the more I do it, it, it gets better. But the one way I would do it is just interview other people and what what I do, and that was specifically jujitsu. So um, I don't know if you guys saw my post, but I record and interview people and ask two basic questions. How long have they been training for and what keeps them going back to the mat? So, you know, the more stories I hear and everyone's why um, that's so motivating for me, not only to like continue being on the mats, but now i want to transition that to more of that business space now like because i'm stepping into that space and you know let's hear about how they are continuing staying on the grind but also how are they relating that to jujitsu? so that's what
0: i'm excited about and yeah man creating this community dude i'm, I'm excited for you man i think the uh, i remember when um I started to see you start, create some content. And and I knew that you had that ambition of starting your practice and I started to see you uh, create the content. And really that's, that's the steps, man, is you just got to start. And, and a lot of times, you know, again, I mean, I'll tell you when, when we originally, or when, when this thought originally came to mind, I started to think of like, okay, Hey, you know, does it turn into a, a chamber of commerce that's for jujitsu Um, or does it turn to like a BNI group that's for jiu-jitsu? And I had all these different ideas. Um, We eventually landed on, okay, hey, the first step in the process would be uh, this podcast and just creating conversations and just talking about it, right? And just getting that out into the universe is a starting point. Um, You know, I believe that there is going to be opportunity for us um, with the jiu-jitsu community to uh, create, you know, private Facebook and LinkedIn groups where people could interact and network with one another, right? We're in the process of building our website. And, you know, I believe that uh, on the website, there'll be some listings of where people could, you know, if you're looking for a contractor, if you're looking for a mortgage broker, if you're looking for um, a realtor in a certain market, right, that that um, people that own businesses and and operate um, small businesses and also happen to jujitsu that they can participate and get listings onto the website right so i think there's gonna be a lot of different vehicles that we can support one another i think the the moment or the milestone that i'm the most excited about is being able to have some live networking environments um in jiu-jitsu it's doing an open mat right i think being able to say hey it's an open mat um that's just a bunch of People that own businesses, I think that's a you know I, that gets me excited, and I think that's going to be a key milestone for us. But um, you, you know, in in all of those things and all those great visions and all those great ideas and thoughts, you just got to start. You just yeah. got to start, right, and take the steps forward. Um, and uh, again, that, that's what when I when I saw you to start doing some of those interviews over at the academy. And you st- I started to see the content. I mean, even just the content, how, how it's evolved since you first started. It's been been awesome. Uh, but, you know, just you being courageous enough to take those first steps. I mean, I think it's great. And, um, you know, those are, the, those are the fundamental things, right? It's kind of like, hey, I want to do jiu-jitsu. And you could read all the reviews that you want. You could watch all the videos that you want. But until you show up to class and put on that, you know, put on the, put on the white belt, put on the gi um, and show up. Right. And start to figure out how to do a shrimp drill and a shoulder roll. Right. The, you, you could you could talk about it all you want. But until you actually get down there on the mat is is where, you know, the rubber meets the road. And that's the same thing. Right. So I, I'm excited just to see your own growth and progression. And it'll be super cool. Right. To be able to look back on this content and be able to say, man, this is where Archie was when we started. And this is where Archie's business is, you know, uh, going forward. So, yeah, I'm, I'm it stoked. might
2: it yeah. might be a really interesting kind of series. And let's just brainstorm on the show here real quick, because as Archie, you know, your timelines about a year out, you know, you said just roughly speaking, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, what if, what if we followed him and you shared about what's going on? Because I think what's going to be cool is this, you are, I think the three of us here make up exactly in a sense, our audience and who our audience is going to be. People who've been in business, who are in executive positions, people who are just starting out, people who are in transition and, you know, and there's always something to be shared and there's always something to be learned. And I think for you, Archie, like, especially with you starting up a chiropractic practice, your own practice, it's like, yeah, bring the questions as these, as we bring these guests on and like, and, and learn from it. Right. And I think you're part of a a network group or kind of a, a mastermind group, if I'm not mistaken, for entrepreneurs, right? And yes, Black Diamond Club. Shout out to them, yeah. Black Diamond Club, Sean and Lacey. <laughs> We're not sponsored, but we'd love to have your sponsorship. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, no, always seriously. be closing, ABC. <laughs> um, but for me, it's like, I I, I I, like to get down into, again, kind of the essence and the fundamental, like, what, what, what causes somebody to do something, to make a certain decision? right? What caused somebody to make a decision to start up their business? What, what drove them to continue to like, and like you're saying, what brings them back? What is it? I'm, I'm very curious about that. And that's why when I saw your video on on Instagram, I was like, Vince, <laughs> you know, <Talk> Archie, <laughs> yeah, talk to him like, you got you got something going on here. But and again, Vince, obviously, being the founder and, and the primary host of this show, is that you You are in an executive position. You have experienced business, right? You have, you have a lot of experience. You, you have probably more than both of us combined. And I'm not saying that in terms of age. I'm saying that in terms of quality <laughs> of experience. And professional Age is also a factor <laughs> for sure. <laughs> just, I've just been around longer. <laughs> um, but with that, it's like we all have something to give. We all have something to learn. And I think that's the fun part about this whole community, this whole show, is that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to share with each other. We're also trying to learn from each other and we're trying to enrich each other because like I said, it goes back to why we all have businesses, why people start small business. We are trying to leave a mark in this world. That's going to make this place a little bit better. Give people a better opportunity to share that success. Part of part of the brand statement when it comes to BizJitsu that, you know, when Vince and I have kind of started this in the beginning was like success is not read. You can't do it alone. You cannot do it alone. Right. We have to be in this all together. And like, yeah, I mean, even, uh, you know, Archie and the three of us met up yesterday and I was telling Archie at, at the, by the car, like, hey, I'd love to just talk to you, like help you out. You know, especially when, you, whether it's the practice that he's, you know, apprenticing at right now, but again, or, or when he starts up his own thing, if I can be a value to him, to help him to, to be a part of that process to, you know, as far as the marketing goes, st- start off on the right foot. Hey, I I've done what I came to do and hopefully, you know, I bring that value to him and that he's going to continue to bring that value to other people. Right. It's, it's, it's just the way that that's just kind of how all of this works. And I'm really, I'm really excited that as a guest, as, as, as the people that we bring on to the show, that that's, what's going to happen, that we, that we'll be able to learn from them. We'll be able to share with them in their victories in their losses, whatever it is. And that that's, what's going to grow. and, yeah, eventually into the physical realm. I mean, right now it's all digital. You guys are listening to this podcast from wherever podcasts are shared, right? But get out onto the mat and have these open mats. I think your price should be like, you have to submit a business card. You have to exchange a business card before you start rolling. Then you can, you know, slap and pound it and start rolling, right? That's that's the networking. You have to exchange business cards before you can roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the end goal, man, Is is... Yeah. We gotta we gotta find a way to be able to create deals for for one another, right? I think anytime yeah. we can create traffic, um, and create opportunities for um for one another, there's a lot of value there, right? Whether it's something as simple as, um, you know, hey, we're gonna go and visit a restaurant, or we're gonna go and you know get a get a haircut, right? Obviously, I don't have any business getting a haircut, but um, you know, getting a haircut by by one of our you know fellow jujitsu. Uh, practitioners, right? I think anything that we could do to support each other's businesses is going to be a, a key, critical part. And uh, yeah, I agree with you, Ed. I think this is going to be a unique opportunity. Maybe that's one of the questions we ask, right? Is hey, what advice would you give Archie <laughs> as he launches his business? Maybe that's <laughs> going to be the uh, maybe this would be the part of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I think any opportunity for us to be able to document that and be able to watch um, Archie's growth, right? The the end goal is to be able to support one another, and and you know, you being part of the uh, the show and the co-host, um, obviously, you know, that, that same rule applies to you, right? Being able to help get your business off the ground. Um, and, and also, too, I think just being able to tell, share your story is going to be an inspiration to others, right? Because there's tons of people that would love to start a business. They just haven't figured out how or why or what. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is going to be a platform for us to be able to do that. Yeah,
2: for me, like one of the big things is, and again, I was telling Archie this, especially in the chiropractic world. And I would even say this in the martial arts world, because my specialty in terms of uh, marketing actually does kind of fall. It's very niched into martial arts schools, small growing martial arts schools is the build it and they will come mentality. It's one thing to be an amazing chiropractor. It's another thing to be an amazing jujitsu teacher professor, but just because you have the school doesn't mean that it's going to succeed. This is what I, I find every business Unique and this at, at the same time. This sounds like an oxymoron. They're every business is unique, but the same at, at the same time, right? Because the principles of business all remain the same: marketing, sales, operations. You know, usually the only thing that I've seen different is the is HR. You go to certain companies, HR is going to be a giant team, or it's going to be a trash can, one or the other. Submit all claims to the trash can. <laughs> There's your HR. No, I've seen that. Actually, that happened at a video game company I worked for. That's where I get that from. But anyway, fundamentally, I think businesses all have, again, the principles of business don't change. The context changes, and the context is what makes everything so unique. Archie, I apologize if I put you on the spot of saying that we're going to share your, <laughs> share this journey with you, uh, because it's like, oh, man, see, now it's like, if I were in your shoes, I start going, well, well what, if I, <laughs> what if this doesn't work out? But hey, learn lessons learned. But anyway. For me, it's how do we benefit each other, and I'm not saying in the sense of like we're just passing money along within the the BJJ community. It's that we we fundamentally have a common denominator amongst all of us, right? Again, because why we are all on this jujitsu journey as much as we are on this business journey, no matter what capacity we're at. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 really excited and hopeful that. This is where we can grow things. This is how we're going to help people out. This is where we're leaving our mark. So,
0: I agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna echo something here real quick um, around the build it, and you will co- Build it, and they will come. I'll tell you from what I've seen, that is the biggest mistake that any business owner can do is invest a lot of money a lot of time, a lot of energy with no real plan on how we're going to monetize the business. Um, it's a mistake. And I've seen uh, and worked with um, business owners that have taken that approach. They took a lot of pride in their ability to deliver a great product. They put all their energy in towards building a great product, which again, I mean, the fundamental of the business, if you're going to ask people for money, you have to have a great product. But ultimately, we're the rubber meets the road is that product has to be monetized, right? And there has to be a very clear and strategic plan in how you do that. And the idea of just hey, I'm going to build this chiropractic office in the middle of this building, you know, wherever in whatever city, ABC city, and just because I put a sign out front that hopefully it's going to turn into uh, into a business, I think it's a mistake, right? I mean, there may you y- you mentioned a little bit earlier, Ed, that there may be some luck that does. Uh, contribute and and luck does have a factor there. But uh, I wouldn't bank on it, right? If you're going to put time and energy into it and create a business out of it, you got to be very intentional about driving people into the business, whether it's a bakery, whether it's a chiropractor, whether it's a, you know, staffing and recruiting firm, regardless of what it is, it's, there has to be some very intentional plans to, very intentional plans to convert all of this marketing efforts and the 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 product itself into a, uh, into an opportunity to be able to generate money, so you can reinvest that back into the business, right? So, you know, the idea of a business, you know, multiple worlds, right? There's people have ambition to be able to open a business specifically for for profit, which is the measurement of the business, but but ultimately, right, the idea that hey, I'm going to deliver this great product in your case, chiropractic, and the benefits that come along with that there's going to be people, the more and more people you serve, the more and more people could benefit from that product, right? And then as you continue to grow your business, you could employ people, which now, again, you're creating opportunities for them to be able to support their families um, and exchange all that, right? You'll, you'll get a chance to build your network and be able to build vendors and support their businesses as well. And at the end of it all, you know, you have an opportunity to to reap all the financial benefits if it's all done correctly, right? So, you know, as we take a look at it, I think it's, you know, all of those pieces and and not to get too far on on my, um, you know, on my soapbox, but that idea of build it and they will come. I'm sure there's people that have done it, but, you know, it doesn't, success doesn't happen on accident, right? You got to be very intentional about it. I'd love to have a guest that actually did that. I would too. (laughs) I would too. I'd love to, I'd love to see, you know, who, who who's done that right because i mean even in the case right it, you, you have to have an awesome product right you have to uh but at the end of the day there has to be some some method of okay hey well even if it's a very passive method of okay well if i was a great jujitsu instructor right which you know i aspire to be one day I could be the best Jiu-Jitsu instructor in the world, but if I'm just by myself hanging out in my garage with the best Jiu-Jitsu mats and you know, the best AV system, hoping that someone shows up, it's not going to happen. Right. I'm going right. to have to go out there and get some in order for that to turn into uh, into reality. Right. And, 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 Getting that first one and getting that second one and getting that third one, it has to be a machine that's built behind it in order for it to, to truly translate, right? Whether I'm a barber cutting hair, it's the same exact thing, or whether I'm a chiropractor uh, mm-hmm. or whether we're building a restaurant, I mean, there has to be some method of going out there. And number one, where Ed's expertise is, is branding, marketing, lead generation. Then there has to be a process of being able to convert that into um, into clients, right? Regardless of what your product or service is. Yeah, Absolutely. Love it. Well, cool. Well, uh, we're what is it? One hour in. Um, I got a couple kind of closing notes, but before we uh, before we go over, Archie, anything uh, anything I missed? Anything that you want to share? You know, I'm just excited. Um, I'm I deeply
1: appreciate being part of this. I'm I'm looking forward to what's to come. Man, I'm
0: excited. I'm stoked about this. Yeah, excited to, excited to have you also. And uh, excited just about the context that you're going to bring. And, yeah, I'm excited about the the overall experience as a whole. It's going to be fun. Ed, what about you? Any thoughts? Well, questions? I, think I've, I've,
2: I think I probably spoke too much already as it is. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, again, I, I'm very excited to see where this community and how this community grows. I'm excited to make new friends. I'm excited to make new business contacts. Uh, I'm excited to see this show grow. I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to learn. I mean, the two guys right here in front of me are going to be an awesome pair to work with, um, as a team. And you guys will probably be hearing a little bit less of me because again, I'm probably switching over more to the producer side to get all the tech stuff going, but one way or another, once I start talking, man, it's hard for me to shut up. So that being said, (laughs) that's it for me. (laughs) I'm glad
0: I'm glad you had a chance to be able to contribute and, um, you know, it's not going to be the last time that we we pull you into the conversation. I think your contribution to the conversation is very critical as well. So, so thank you. I think what
2: we're talking about, like, it's going to be like the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, I'll be the Jamie,
0: was it? Jamie. <laughs> yeah. And, like, nobody ever sees him, but there he is. they <laughs> are doing something. Yeah. Um, so a couple, th- couple things. And Archie, thank you guys so much. Um. I want to make sure I'm extremely clear in regards to what our goal is. You know, our goal is to be able to build something special for Uh, the jiu-jitsu community uh, and everybody that's in the jiu-jitsu community that uh, has a business or has some type of uh, incentive to be able to go out and get clients right our goal is to be able to create an environment where we could refer business to one another right i think if there's an opportunity for us to support people inside the jiu-jitsu community um, i think we would all agree that uh, if we're going to give our business to somebody it might as well be somebody that is in the jiu-jitsu community provided Right. We are getting a, a great product and provided that we are getting, you know, value for what we're what we're doing. Right. And I trust that, you know, people inside this community would take care of one another in a positive way um, in the same way that uh, we would you know, trust each other on the mats. Um, so with that, I want to I want to give a couple shout outs Um to everybody. We got to this point here. It's been a lot of ups and downs as we've been you know, trying to get this thing off the ground, but episode one is fully off the ground. We had several people that have helped uh, get us to this point. Um, we got Mike over at 10th Planet in Mission Viejo. Uh, uh, Mike Hofer, he helped out with uh, several of um, the visuals, some of the initial uh, videos that were created, the logo that was created. Um, again, you know, the goal is to be able to create this by the jiu-jitsu community, for the jiu-jitsu community, all of the legal paperwork uh, and everything. Professor Nathan Broadnecks, right, he's a jiu-jitsu black belt, also uh, an attorney and the owner of uh, Victorum Law. He's actually going to be on to the show. I'm excited to, to get some time with him. Ed, obviously you, Mallard Creative, you know, very instrumental in helping us just kind of guide, you know, the direction of, uh, of where we're going and uh, and the overall brand. Uh, We got the team over at Undefeated Screen Printing. They're also a a subsidiary of uh, Combat Corner. They're helping out with some T-shirts that are getting created. Uh, Eric uh, Walsh from from Undefeated Screen Printing is a brown belt out of Milwaukee. Also, uh, two other folks, my tattoo artist Sam Scott over at um, uh, Art of Dedication, AOD, uh, he is a Purple Belt Sector Jiu-Jitsu Purple Belt. He helped out with some of the initial content that you guys will be seeing here soon. Uh, we did an interview with him during one of the tattoo sessions of him just sharing, you know, how he got his tattoo journey or his, his journey as a tattoo artist off the ground. And then also uh, Alex DeHue, who is the uh, owner of uh, Gracie Baja Garden Grove. Also, him and his partners uh, have a, a coffee shop there in Tustin, which is called Raised by Lions. Uh, they're actually uh, building a kind of an extension of their of their coffee business as well. Look forward to having him on the show as well. Uh, but we had some initial content. That, that, that we created that we'll be sharing to help get this thing off the ground. So again, look forward to continuing to get these um, uh, get these episodes off and running. Uh, look forward to uh, getting a chance to be able to learn from one another. And as we go through this, we have a Instagram account. It's bizjitsu underscore podcast. We have the bizjitsu.com website. If you have uh, any information or any, uh, or would like to have your business information listed, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit us there. At the same time, uh, shout out to uh, my staffing and recruiting company, the sponsor right? The, the kind of unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Union Staffing Group. We're a boutique staffing and recruiting firm. We work with small to medium-sized businesses and work with your HR team uh, as an outsourced agency to help secure uh, the best possible talent for your open positions. If you have questions, you could visit us at unionstaffinggroup.com. Other than that, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And we'll hear you on the next one on the Biz Jitsu podcast. Bye, everyone. Thank Bye.